Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> the cocktail of the week is the Hemingway and Nika. So it's in Nika, like in Nicaragua. Uh, is that even a thing? I don't know. It came with our... <laughs> so I think we mentioned in a previous cocktail of the week a few weeks ago, we got a um, shaker and spoon is one of these kits and they send you everything but the liquor. So like cocktail recipes and stuff. I may have just posted about it on Instagram. But anyway, we their uh, May kit is rum-based. And the other stuff requires like much cooking time. You got to like infuse stuff and that stuff. So good. This one didn't. So it's rum and then like grapefruit syrup and bitters. And it's fine. It's not sweet enough, I don't think, honestly. I agree. I can be critical of this one because it's not really yours. No, no. I just followed their recipe and used their ingredients. Not sweet enough. I agree. I made myself... Slap some simple syrup in there. (laughs) I made myself a mojito, which was delish. In fact, I was like, Ingo, the cocktails are ready. He's like, okay. And he picked up my mojito and I was like, put it down. (laughs) That's mine. And I dropped it like it was hot. (laughs) Like, I'll make you whenever you want. But I didn't. It wasn't labeled. No. I don't Um, know what these things look like. (laughs) Anyway, this is... Okay, probably would, I mean, definitely would not make again. Probably wouldn't recommend. What's that stuff for the rim that you discovered recently? Oh, yeah. So this weekend was the Keys 100. Uh, Congratulations to our friend Simon, who ran the 50K. And uh, my friend Derek, who I don't think listens to the podcast, but he's an ultra runner. And uh, he did the 100 miler. It was hot. So I wanted, I was supposed to run the 100 miler, but I have a stupid hamstring injury. Your butt hurts. My butt hurts. Uh, it's like the very top of the hamstring where it connects to the bottom of the pelvic bone. Um, it's called high hamstring tendinopathy. It is a dreaded runner's injury because it takes a really long time to get better from. Uh, I went to the doctor for it. We're doing some uh, this thing called platelet-rich plasma where they spin my blood out and inject my plasma back into my hamstrings. As one does. Uh, it's supposed to help. A lot, but it takes like eight weeks for it to get better normally. I am at the end of week one. And the one of the main symptoms of this is that it hurts to sit because it's right, the hamstrings connect right at the base of your sit bones. So you sit down and it hurts. And so I have taken to singing a song announcing my status, which is someday my butt won't hurt, but today is not that day, <laughs> which I sing every day several times a day <laughs> and it's never that day when your butt won't hurt but today is not that day sad um why it's did a we wistful little song <laughs> we're getting to the uh, stuff around the rim of margaritas yes so because of that uh i've been dealing with this since like the end of january and trying all kinds of stuff to fix it before i finally went to i did physical therapy went to the doctor anyway doctor has forbidden me from running uh for a couple weeks but I had not, because it was sore, I hadn't really been able to train for the 100 miler. So I didn't get to do it. Um, but I like got to support my friends. So we had like some people come over. And then my friend Derek, who did the 100 miler, he finished in the morning, but couldn't check into his hotel until the afternoon. So I was like, you and everybody like come over and we'll set up the RV and you can sleep in there, take a shower. Yeah. Um, and so they did. Came over, showered, took a nap, and then uh, we had about an hour to hang out. So I got to hang out with him and his girlfriend, who is a tequila sommelier. She is like the manager of the 
Mexico part of Epcot. <laughs> they live in Orlando. So she works at Disney in Epcot. She's the one who runs all the tequila and the drinking in the Mexico part. Some jobs just sound almost too good to be true. She is amazing. So she's from Tequila, Mexico originally, uh, knows all about tequila. Seems so- like an unfair advantage in a in an interview process. Yeah. Hi, where are you from? Tequila. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It was awesome. So she's, I was like, oh, you work at Disney. Like, how is it? You know, what do you do there? And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I manage this in Mexico. She's like, I know a lot about tequila. I'm a tequila sommelier. And I was like, we have so much to talk about. And so, (laughs) like, poor Derek. I mean, he was tired anyway. He just ran 100 (laughs) miles. He's just sitting there. And I was like, tell me about this. What do you make about this? What do you think of this? And she's like, oh, have you tried an avocado margarita? And I was like, I don't even know how to make that. Tell me how to make that. She sent me the recipe for that today. So we were talking about all this stuff and she's like, you know, we do this and we make one of these. Um, and she's like, this one we do with tahin. Do you know what tahin is? And I was like, I've never heard of this before, um, which reveals like what a white person life I had led because it's a quite popular thing. So it's a like salt, chili, lime, salt, condiment, like it's a powdery, granular kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's a kind of a starchy, salty thing. Yeah. I don't think there's any starch in it, but it's... No, no, but it's a little bit... It's not just grains like salt no i guess it's the chili chili powder maybe that's in there yeah and she's like oh it's really good on on like fruit people put it on fruit so i was like i'm gonna get one of these she's like it's really good on the rim of a margarita so i got they have it like in the mexican section of the grocery store so i got a shaker of it and put i got like some clementines like the little oranges and i was like okay i'm gonna put this stuff on there who knows what this (laughs) is gonna be like i'm not a big like sweet and salty together person Oh, man, it was really good, though. I was like, and go, real... come eat this clementine with this tahini on it. It was real good. It's like spicy enough to make it But it's it not interesting. hot. Like, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's just, it's really good, and it does enhance flavors. Yeah, that's what she said. She's like, you just put it on everything, and it makes it taste better. It's delicious on a margarita. Oh, rim. my God. So, we, yeah, I basically put, like, lime juice on the rim of the glass and then rimmed it with the tahini. So it's got this, like, chili lime, like, zesty yeah. rim. And I don't normally salt my rim is for margaritas because I don't like to sweeten the salty together, but this isn't super salty, like just a little, Yeah. but the lime is really bright. It was so good. It was so good. So yeah, that's a thing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we had done, I don't know. Do we talk about the class? The yeah, mojito we talked class? About the mojitos. So I, my life was quite transformed by this mojito class that I guess we talked about on the last podcast. And, um, they use demerara sugar, which really makes a big difference in the drink. So we have some demerara sugar in the house. So I was like, for this margarita, I'm going to make, instead of simple syrup with just white sugar and water, I'm going to use the demerara sugar. So demerara sugar and then key lime juice from Kermit's, which makes great key lime pie here, which we also got from the mojito class. Um, Yeah, so Kermit's key lime juice, demerara sugar syrup, tequila, tahini on the rim, best margarita i've ever had it's really good so good yeah. so i posted a picture of it today on salt and glitter so you can see what it looks like it's very beautiful um and i also tagged hilda the tequila sommelier um and so you can check out her instagram if you want and she does like all these tastings she does this amazing stuff like i was like we need to go to epcot center and like do this thing. Know, we we don't want to go for space mountain we want to go for tequila land yeah um <laughs> So, so she and I are now like pals and on we'll, Instagram. We'll go to Oktoberfest too. I mean, it's not like we'll <laughs> only go to Mexico. We'll go to little Germany too. Sure. Um, anyway, 
so yeah, all sorts of new cocktail discoveries. Yeah, but this good. I said any even though I didn't like this Hemingway and Nika that was the cocktail of the week this week. I mean, it was fine. It was uh, fine. I have a nice picture of it that'll go up on Salt and Glitter tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. Some people will like it because it has bitters in it. It's a, just a different direction. It's good. Yeah, just, I mean, I, I don't even like drinks super sweet like you do, but it could have used a little more sugar. Always could. Okay. Um, I don't think I have any administrative announcements. Someday my butt won't hurt, but today's not that day. No, somebody's, some, some people are going to get pictures of bank, bank, Coach Bank. Yeah, I'm running the Boston Marathon this year. Um, I'm not fundraising through the Golden Ratio For page. For reals. I mean, it seems like it's going to happen this year. I did this big fundraiser last year and uh, raised a ton of money for community rowing, which is like a rowing like GR Dad does group in Boston. And they help like kids from underrepresented communities row. They do para-athlete rowing. They do really amazing programs. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was on their team last year, but the Boston Marathon got canceled twice. (laughs) And so uh, they let me join their team this year. So I have been fundraising for that over at my running account. I'm not posting about that on the Golden Ratio account, but I have Coach Vink, who I did, I posted a picture of Coach Vink on the Golden Ratio page. And so some people are getting Coach Vink magnets and we're doing some Coach Vink cardboard cutouts. It's going to be fun time. Coach Vink is of dubious quality in helping you run, (laughs) but she is very neon. Oh my God, she's so cute and She's very neon. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, dog updates. Pretty much none, but I do have a story, which I haven't even told J.R. Dad yet. Oh, my goodness. I listened to this podcast just for new stuff. <laughs> so poor Vodes, you know, he really has a hard time walking. When we go, yeah. We're going up to Maryland in June, and we're going to take him to the orthopedic place up there, which His is fantastic. His back legs are really floppy. Like the, the knee joints, and they're not knees, but ankle joints they are. are really you know, loose. No, the knees. Yeah. Yeah, his yeah. knees are messed up for sure. Um, and he also has, like, weakness and... And I think some like peripheral neuropathy, like his, his nerves, like he's just not getting full sensation back there. So he's got a, a bunch of problems going on. He har- almost puts no weight on his back legs. I think they're sore. Yeah. So, um, I carry him down the stairs now. Oh man, that's a, it's that's an a effort. Thing. Yeah. I, th- I think of it as a workout. I'm yeah. Stronger. He's a heavy boy. Yeah. I could do Vank with one arm now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but he loves walks. There's few things that actually get, him excited it's an excited face and he wags oh my gosh dipples around yeah i take his walk collar out of the drawer and he's like oh, and he like runs over and he's wag 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 he loves his walks but even if we go like to the end of the block and back you can tell his knees are kind of sore the yeah, next day okay. so they're just not on track yeah. yeah so i try to balance like you know we'll go a few times a week he really likes it but not to push him um so anyway i had him out for a walk this week because i also can't run so i'm going absolutely stir crazy like i'm swimming but i it's not the same i can't bike because it hurts the same you're handling it very well in my mind i am not so i'm glad externally externally i am am amazed because i would be freaking out i I would be yeah i am destructive internally i am (laughs) Uh, thank you (laughs) thank you to my therapist who helps me manage these things um Worth so anyway, yeah, I've, so I've been trying to kind of walk when I can. It's also been a crazy couple of weeks because it's the last week of the semester. But uh, anyway, I took Voods out for a walk. So we kind of walked to the end of the block and he kind of, you know, I just let him do whatever he wants. We sniffs around on one side of the street. We turn around and we're coming back. And somebody, so we don't have curbs here. If you, I don't know if you pay attention like to the snaps when we're out of the household, 
but it's just like our our property the yards are basically like gravel like they're not we have patches of grass but it's it's basically kind of coral gravel and it just goes right up to the edge of the road so there's no curbs there's no sidewalks it's just like the road and then there's all one level yeah whatever the property is Mm -hmm. and so people will park like on the the kind of right-of-way space like you're Fence has to be set like eight feet back from the road. And so there's kind of these gravelly parts in front of everybody's house. So people will park there totally fine and allowed. And someone has parked like this big pickup truck, very common down here. um, Because like the people who live down here are living in kind of rural areas. There are a lot of them are pulling boats. So really common for people to have pickup trucks out here. This big, I don't know anything about pickup trucks, but a big one, black one, parked in front of somebody's house on the side of the road. And so we're walking with Voods, and Voods is just walking along, and he walks under the truck, under the <laughs> back of the truck until he gets stuck. Oh, no. Just keeps walking. He, like, hits the transmission. His head is just oh, no. <laughs> basically at the bottom of the truck bed. So He's he like, why is it getting darker? Took, yeah, took several steps into the cave of the truck, and then was like, oh, I can't go any farther. And then he kind of turned around and <laughs> came out from <laughs> the back of the truck. Poor Voods. <laughs> Uh, he does chase leaves. Like if a leaf blows across the street, he'll kind of pounce on it, which is a Vink thing. She that's very exciting. She does that in kind of obnoxious ways. She'll chase every single leaf. Yeah, she when she's on a leash, it's really bad. She'll pull you over. She absolutely will. Um, no new geckos, though. No, we do hear them singing, but they haven't bitten anyone yet recently. No, no. No dogs have tried to interact with them. Oh. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, Vink is... Good. Oh, so Vink and CB both had urinary tract infections, which we have talked about, and they are both better. Jared had, had both of them up at the vet last week to get <laughs> rechecked. They don't have urinary Luckily, tract infections. Luckily, they know me and they know the dog, so it doesn't look really weird that I'm bringing in one dog after another <laughs> with, a, with a UTI. <laughs> but they both have recurrent urinary tract infections. Well, yeah, but it looks weird that I'm, yeah. in the course of six days, I'm bringing in two dogs. But I, I was like, vet. Why do they get these recurrent urinary tract infections, especially Brody as a boy? And the vet's like, well, he's got a lot of skin that kind of hangs down on either side of his bits. And that could be trapping some bacteria there. So you may want to, like, wipe him off. Do you have any baby wipes? And I was like, Do you have any baby wipes? I meant to order a tub of baby wipes to wipe off CB's bits when he comes back in. But I bought them from Amazon. So instead I get a case. Of yeah. baby wipes. I have like 5,000 baby wipes. It's almost like someone ordering like 20 dozen eggs instead of two dozen eggs. It's That's... a mistake I make sometimes. Yeah. It's true. It's happened. Uh, but they're like, you know, we could also give him a, a hygienic shave. Yeah. So they, they call it? Yeah. Hyg- it's hygienic trim. trim. Hygienic trim. So they trimmed all the fur around his tinkler <laughs> his skin. They did the same thing to Vink. So now they both have shaved bits. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's summertime. <laughs> it's not shaved all the way to the skin. Like they, they left the little, you know, guard thing on the trimmer yeah. at like a one. So, But Brody has that loose skin because he's lost so much weight. Yeah. I mean, I think he, he weighs like 90 pounds now, 89, 90. He weighed 130 when he came in to rescue. He's lost yeah. a ton of weight. So he does have a, t- a lot of hanging skin, which you don't notice unless he's standing up and you kind of look at the undercarriage. <laughs> then you can see it hanging down. Yeah. Which you will do if you lay down on the floor because he walks over and he licks your face <laughs> and then he steps over you and just hangs his junk when in your face. When you're trying to stretch or do yoga, it, it's his time to shine. Yep. He's like, hey, check it out down here, you guys. <laughs> I'm just going to stand over he, your face. He looks into space and but stands <laughs> over you. He's, a, he's an odd dude. <laughs> yes he is he's an odd dude so anyway they're both better um 
Hops is doing fine. We had tried to put her on regular dog food that didn't go along with her digestion. So she's back on the like prescription diet dog food, which just seems to agree with her really well. Yeah. She eats a lot of it though. Cause she's, we're giving she's her more spelt. food now. Yeah. Yep. Guac is doing fine. Everybody's good. We're just waiting for the rescue group to be like, check out this picture of this very cute dog that yeah. nobody wants. Would you like to take care of this we, cute dog? We are at the point again where we're occasionally saying, huh, there's not that many dogs. Five is not that many. It's not that many. We could definitely take a sixth Look, we one. got a bigger bed. We could have extra. They might give us a sixth one when we're up there in June. That'd be convenient so you don't have to do an extra road trip. Yeah. Nobody gives us one. We could find one. <laughs> we'll have the RV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toss them in there. Yep. Keep moving. <laughs> Uh, so that's it for dog updates this week. Not too much. Yeah, no news is new. Good news. Mm -hmm. You want to do the German word of the week, or you want me to do the taste of the keys? Do taste of a. So this article was sent to us by a friend of the squad. Florida man arrested for speeding claims he was trying to go back to Cuba. Yeah. You can't. That's not. He, maybe he needed a really fast running start so he could jump ninety miles. You cannot drive to Cuba. Dukes of Hazard style. If you <laughs> just jump it. <laughs> you can drive to Key West, and that's as close as you can get. Then and then you, you have a ramp, road. and you jump it. <laughs> 90 miles. <laughs> a 24-year-old man was arrested on Saturday after trying to speed away from law enforcement on US-1. Ignacio Luis Lamardide Gomez is accused of speeding away from a Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission officer during a traffic stop, deputies with Monroe County Sheriff said. Upper Keys Sergeant Robert Dosh saw Gomez going 100 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. Yikes. He tried to pull Gomez over and watch as he drove into oncoming traffic. That's not good. Yikes. Gomez drove into the Coral Bay Resort and tried hiding from deputies. <laughs> I see him crouching behind a palm tree, like, looking around the side. <laughs> Hello. No, no way out of the <laughs> Coral Bay Resort except the road that you drove in from, yeah, my friend. You really narrowed your options there. He was eventually found and arrested. <laughs> During his arrest, Gomez told deputies he was trying to go back to Cuba. They found two passports and $430 in his car. Man, he may make it back to Cuba that's <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> if he keeps kidding. doing that stuff, stuff like that. So and there they you found, go. They found another cocaine package. Another square grouper. Day. Yeah. Where was it? Like mile 80 or oh, something. Up, by, up, up, up further, yeah. yeah. Some fisherman. We, maybe we should fish. I really do not want to find a square grouper unless it's full of cash. Agreed. It would freak me out. No, the other one, we just we just leave. We just float it again. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't need. Yep. Anyway. German, where are the week? I'm going to do two. Because they're like slightly different than the English, and it's weird how these develop differently. So okay. one's Faustregel, which is fist rule. But Faust means fist. Yeah. Like F A U. Yeah, like Goethe's Faust and Doctor Faust. Okay. Yeah, Faust. Regel. So it's fist rule. Rule that of means fist. the rule that I can punch you in the it's face. Kind of like rule of thumb. Oh. It's like a it's like a quick and dirty rule. Yeah. Faustregel is this. Okay. But it's not rule of thumb, it's fist. Yeah. Rule of fist. Okay. But not in a bad way. Right. So you say. And then the other one, you know how you, you, when you fold over the corner of a page of a book? Dog ear. Yeah, it's it's Eselsohr in German. Donkey ear. Donkey ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why they didn't pick dogs, but, you know, it's kind of. Dog, dog is better. I read some whole thing where that's terrible for books and librarians hate it. They do. Hate I it. I know many a librarian and they get 
very upset when yeah. you I do and it all the time now. Like book collectors and stuff, I think really don't like it either. I am a dog earer. I dog ear so it, the dog ear sticks out of the top. I dog ear oh, fold it on the inside. Yeah. I dog ear in all kinds of ways. I think this goes back to like the Middle Ages, though. I think people have always done it, and the people who make the books have really not <laughs> liked it at all. They should see my copy of Jose Andreas's Tapas book, where I like make Jose Andreas's tortilla de patatas all the time. But I, it's really easy to screw up a tortilla de patatas. This is so it's like you cook potatoes in oil, and then you put them and some onions and eggs in a frying pan. And then in the middle, you put a plate on top of the frying pan, flip the whole thing over, yeah. and then slide it back in. So that <sighs> flipping part is real easy to make a mess of. And then also it's easy to burn it or undercook it. It, it sticks sometimes. I have Everybody who has tried to make tortillas has screwed them on many, many, many ways. So I have detailed notes <laughs> in my copy of Jose Andres's book of like, you know, when he says medium-high heat, I, on my stove it needs to be a six we're a six point, this is a 6.5. Wait for this. This is the pan because I'm always like, oh, do I use the bigger frying pan or the smaller frying pan? That says in there which one to use. So it, and, and also it has like a bunch of oil and probably like potato bits. I was going to say cookbooks, I think it, it, you know, <laughs> it's okay to use them heavily. I don't think the librarian wants the cookbook back. Yeah. This is your book. It can, you can locate pages by smell. And taste. <laughs> really, it just flops open to that page because it's the <laughs> thing I make the most at this point. Um, anyway, Esel's Ohr und Faustregel. Okay, good ones. No. Um, great. I think that's it. That may be it. Nothing super duper exciting this week. No, that's okay. No news is good news. No, I think so. Um, congratulations to everybody who's graduating. Yes. Congratulations to everybody who's just made it through the end of an academic year. Yeah. Tough one. Congratulations, Jen. Thank you. I, yeah. I got two days to go, but it's you almost You too are close. I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, please go get vaccinated. If you get vaccinated and you're in D.C., you bring your vaccine card to any of Jose Andreas's restaurants, speaking of, and you get a $50 gift certificate. I know. Forget a donut at Krispy Kreme. 50 bucks, I'm guys. doing it Monday. I'm flying to D.C. on Monday, and I'm going to go to Haleo and get some patatas bravas and some cava sangria and show my card and get 50 bucks. You might have to drink an extra sangria to make it make get 50 bucks worth i doubt yeah. they'll give you cash no no you get a gift card for his restaurant I, I bought ten dollars worth of food give me 40 bucks <laughs> uh I, you know i may bring it back at another time like when you and i are up in june i'll take you out to dinner at haleo with my oh, gift card well yeah i wonder if both of us have do we, do we get a hundred bucks probably excellent yeah anyway um all right well go get vaccinated everybody it's great 50 bucks you're going to stop oh, worrying about Drive dying? to Ohio and get vaccinated. You might win a million bucks. Yeah. I've been tempted. Well, I mean, why not get a second dose? <laughs> a third dose. For a million bucks. <laughs> uh, just get whatever you can get. Just get it. And then stop worrying about dying. And then go to Ohio and try to get it again. Don't listen to Jared. You're fine. <laughs> this is a good scheme. This is a good plan. <laughs> and uh, until next week, don't butt anyone unless they ask. Yeah, you don't butt but wear a mask. Okay, actually, you don't have to wear a mask no, if, if you're get vaccinated. vaccinated. That's true. Um, but we sometimes still, wear them anyway. Still don't bite. Yeah, and look, if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. Don't be that jerk. Yeah, for reasons. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.